in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a football Friday edition. That means one thing, the code Preston O'Neill in the house. Preston, how are you? I'm doing great, Monty. How are you doing today? Oh, man, you know, belly full, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got plenty of turkey and dressing then. You know it. Still eating turkey? Oh, yeah. Probably will be all weekend. Well, there you go. And if you've had car problems during this holiday season, man, pick up the phone and call Jerry Potts Auto, 615-867-6622. All right, let's see. Start with the Blue Raiders. How about the Blue Raiders? 20-17? to 17? Uh, And, you know, conventional wisdom tells you that, you know, Blue Raiders are going to get blown out. They got blown out uh, the second week when they played Troy. Might have still been reeling from that Army loss. Uh, but um, we know middle's limited in some things they can do. I'll say this. they For the most part, you know, there's a couple of games in there they could have lost but there's a, that they've won, but there's a couple they lost they could have won. So, um, to turn it around, win 20 to 17 on the road. Um, and you're playing for a trophy. There's always, you know, if that's what, if that's, what's got to get you motivated, so be it. But, uh, all in all, uh, a good performance by middle. Good performance. Uh, you know, going on the road money at, uh, any point is difficult. Uh, but to add to the fact that, uh, you got beaten pretty good uh, by this team earlier in the year. Uh, you know, gives you the thought that maybe there's some doubt in the player's name, in their mind. They went down with uh, a lot of confidence, played well, came out with a victory. So hats off to the Blue Raiders. And, you know, I think if there was one thing that did play in middle's favor going down there was the fact they did get beat, but got beat so badly. In that set, in that get first matchup against Troy, you know you can you can talk to players to your blue in the face and say, "Hey, this team's a totally different team than it was." But all you got to do is look at film, you know. So as a player, and um, Middle has played with confidence; they really haven't wavered, you know. And ironically, and of course, you know you've got the crowd situation. Middle's three wins have come on the road. Yeah. You know, Monty, it's a tough job for Troy. Uh, even though you played at home, there's not many people in the stands. And you did, you know, you did win the game first in the, in the early part of the season. Uh, pretty one-sided. And uh, trying to motivate your team and getting them properly prepared mentally is not an easy job. Uh, middle kicked a field goal, uh, cruise hold a 49-yarder with about two and a half left. Troy did go down and score, but didn't get the onside kick. Um, I think, you know, a couple things stand out. Uh, Troy did throw for a lot of yards, but uh, Middle had two interceptions and, more importantly, no turnovers themselves. Well, plus two in the turnover ratio, you know, that's, 
that's a big deal, big momentum swinger, and takes uh, you know those two opportunities of Troy and money as as we have done this for so many years. That team that went start on battle is more than likely going to win the game. Yeah, we talk about it every week, every single week. Uh, Asher O'Hara, 19 out of 23, 210, solid. Rush for 86 yards. So, uh, as a team, it'll rush for 186 yards, kind of spread it out. And, and as the season's gone on, um, really with the exception of the Marshall game, and Marshall, Marshall's got a big boy defense, uh, let's face it. But uh, Middles run the ball a lot better. Yes, they have. They spend a lot of time working on it, and it's uh, uh, running by committee. Uh, but they're establishing the ground game and becoming and have been balanced, and that keeps the defense on their toes. So, um, move forward now. The Blue Raiders, um, their last scheduled uh, game of the year. I uh, don't know if they'll get another one or not. Um, Looks like they're going to get 10 in at least, which is pretty impressive. Um, when you look modern at the – Modern-day miracle in this environment. Yeah, I mean, you look, they're playing an FAU team that's 5-1. and one. You know, they've they, lost games. They, they played the 1st of October. but Yeah, and 4-1 and one in the conference, though, and probably, um, I would say right now, probably the second-best team in the league. Yes, they've had a good year. Um, and, um, so, you know, it's a senior day. That's important, uh, for seniors to have a senior day, albeit, uh, they can come back next year, but, um, you know, I talked about this earlier. I mean, I talked, talked about it last week. Middle's got a 95% graduation rate, rate, which is third in America. So a lot of these guys were probably just going to go on and go on about their business, and I, but I'm sure some may come back. Um, but uh, nevertheless, to get a senior day in, it's pretty big. Yeah, very big. Uh, great, great day, great environment to play. Uh, kids take a lot of pride in that and trying to end the season on a good note and to send their seniors out on a win. And as you said, Bob, it'll be interesting to see uh, which which ones of this group of seniors decides to take advantage of uh, that extra year and see who comes back. Because um, there is kind of a finality about it. Uh, I know talked with Joe Campbell we a few times about it, and Joe knew he was probably going to go on. He knew – after his last game in middle, he's probably still had some more football left in him. But he goes, it's a, it's a weird feeling that you can't really prepare yourself for when you walk off that field for the last time for your college team, because uh, those are guys that are you're going to make they're going they're going to be your friends for a lifetime. And uh, when you walk off that field that final time, it's um. It's pretty surreal, I would imagine. It's a very special day for them to know that, uh, you know, this is – I will no longer represent the Blue Raiders after today. 
and uh, there's a lot of pride taken in wanting to represent that last time as best as you possibly can. You know, there's one thing I always didn't like about senior day that I hated was that, you know, um, a lot of kids' um, parents weren't there or a father wasn't there or, you know, somebody stood in from the community to be there with them. And, you know, I mean, chances are that um, I'm, I'm sure most of those players are accustomed, have been accustomed a lot of their lives not having both parents around. But that's kind of one – That's that was always kind of a tough thing for me to watch because I think a lot of us just – take for granted that our parents are there. You know, that's a very good point, Monty. Uh, I know, uh, like you, I would have taken for granted that my parents would have been and couldn't imagine that taking place uh, without them there. So uh, every family has a different situation, and there are cases when, you know, the family members show up. Uh I can remember at a couple of different stops where the only time that the parents were able to show up was on that last game of the year. Yeah. Uh, and it took great sacrifice for them to get there. It is uh, uh, difficult and unfortunate that you go through that whole ceremony and there are players that don't have family members. But anyway, uh, the Blue Raiders now three and six. Um, again, defeating Troy twenty to seventeen last week brought the Palladium back, and who knows? Uh, that may stay here a while. Um, don't know if they're they're ever going to get back playing one another again. I'm sure nobody knows what their schedules are looking like here in the future, but. Uh, uh, this is obviously we talk week to week. It's been anything but a normal year, but you know, here's hoping that uh, by the time we roll around next uh, into next July, things are just hunky dory and business as usual. Be, uh, for not only football but uh, society as a whole, and you know, uh, we have no idea what next year is going to look like, and in money in today's environment. We have no idea what the bar is going to look like. I mean, any game out there could be canceled. Yeah, we, we see it uh, week to week. Um, um, they canceled the ball's Vanderbilt game earlier in the week, so uh, they could make up the Vanderbilt-Missouri. Yeah, and they said, hey, and by the way, uh, Vandy, UT, your game really don't matter. We'll let you play on the 19th or the day of the um, SEC championship or the week before. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but uh and we'll get into that in a little bit too about what's going on up in Knoxville. We are joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill, brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. This portion of the show also brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in nineteen oh six. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Main 
Street Murfreesboro is continuing the Take the Pledge Challenge to support locally owned businesses in the historic downtown. Plan to shop Small Business Saturday after Thanksgiving, November 28th, all day. Bring your family and friends downtown, eat, walk around, and find unique gifts for the holidays. Grab BizBucks $5 coupons to be used at participating shops downtown that day and the following week. Get your BizBucks at any Wilson Bank & Trust for small businesses in downtown Murfreesboro. Hi, my name is Kim Ellsworth from Furniture Innovation. I invite you to come out for a Black Friday sale. Furniture Innovation, Black Black Friday sale through Monday, 50% off. We have dining room, bedroom, and living room furniture in stock. Financing available with no credit check needed. The first 50 customers on Black Friday can enter to win up to $1,500 in free furniture. Black Friday till Monday. Furniture Innovation in the old family video store on Northfield Boulevard. FurnitureInnovation931.com. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. On this Thanksgiving week, we have a lot of sports for you here on WGNS. The Middle Tennessee men's basketball team will travel to take on opponents in the Gulf Coast Showcase. We'll have coverage here on WGNS of their games through Friday. Also, speaking of Friday... Friday night, State Farm Prep Football as the Oakland Patriots take on the Maryville Rebels. It's the seventh year in a row these two teams have met. In the last several years, it's been the home team that's won these games. What's at stake? A trip to the state championship game. Pre-game coverage at 6, kickoff at 7, right here on News Radio WGNS. No Prentice also peating an air coach's corner this week due to Thanksgiving, but we will have Middle Tennessee football as they host FAU Saturday. Pre-game begins at 1 here on News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. And we mentioned um, Tennessee and Vanderbilt will not play uh, this week. Uh, that'll either be the 12th or the 19th. Um, Bandy will play um, um, at um, Arkansas, I mean, at Missouri, because Arkansas couldn't play at Missouri. And the SEC announced earlier in the year that the last two or three weeks there would be kind of a flexible schedule terms of making games up uh, Tennessee also has to make a game up against Texas A&M and so they get an extra week to prepare for Florida but the way they've played I don't know that I don't know that that really does them any good 
Well, they haven't uh, looked very good the last few weeks. Obviously struggling at the quarterback position. And, uh, you know, a lot of turmoil going on in Knoxville. There are. I mean, I mean, you would – one would expect Pruitt to certainly be back next year, but um, I would say next year is a big year for him. Well, coming off of last year, you know, a lot of high expectations that uh, they were going to be able to compete in the East. That hadn't worked out. Uh, in fact, they've dropped off significantly from their performance late in the year. So, uh, he's uh, his seat is getting warmer and warmer, and I would anticipate him coming back next year, but uh, there'll be a lot of eyes on what goes on in Knoxville. Um, five straight double-digit losses, too. Um, it hadn't been pretty. And, you know, granted, you know, Garen – Tano, he likes to throw it to the other team, and boy, he just doesn't throw it to the other team. Uh, they make him pay for it. Well, they did, you know, this past week as they were driving down, uh, looking to put some points on the board, went into the half, and he threw a pick six. So uh, <laughs> that doesn't help matters. I, Miami, we we talked about it earlier. The team that wins the turnover ratio. Uh, Usually the team that wins, and Tennessee struggled on that department. And the balls fall 30-17 to, 17 to um, Auburn. Um, yeah, Monty kicked that around. I mean, that makes it 24-24. Yeah. Um, Georgia struggles with Mississippi State. Uh, only winning 31-24. to 24. That surprised me. That, that surprised me, too. Uh, we've talked about this, too, in the past, Bonnie. You know, sometimes you can win ugly uh, because you can't get kids every week to play at a peak level. It's just not possible. So you can win ugly. And uh, Georgia did that this weekend. And, you know, that they've struggled defensively what they're doing. And they're off from what the expectations were of where they might compete uh, this fall. I mean, Penn State's 0-5. Hadn't happened in 100 years. Yeah. Well, it's ne- never happened. Kind of, yeah. Michigan's 1-5 or 1-4, whatever they are. So, a uh, lot of crazy things going on. Um, Florida 38, Vanderbilt 21. You know, I'll say one thing for Vanderbilt – They've got a goose egg, but they've competed, and I think they barely had enough players, the 58, to even play last week. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to get that you that you struggle to have enough scholarship players uh, to play the game, and uh, you know the NCAA has ruled that you can't add people on scholarship until January, uh, so that limits your choices of some decisions you might want to make through the year. Uh, putting some guys on scholarship midterm or this late in the season to help your roster. Uh, so, you know, you got what you got, and you got to make it work, and when it doesn't work, then you can't play. Um, well, you mentioned Penn State. Um, Ohio State, Indiana. 
a um, very entertaining game. I don't know that um, Ohio State, uh, uh, they they really had their hands full with Indiana's offense now. Um, uh, but Master Teague, uh, big game. Oh, looked great. Played well. Yeah, I mean, he uh, – he was able to run the – I mean, he – I don't know what we finished over 180 yards. Um, but he was able to keep Indiana's offense off the field, and um, that was big because their quarterback, Fields, was struggling. He was struggling, uh, but they have enough talent on that football team uh, that, you know, they, they have an opportunity to make some adjustments and, and put uh, more emphasis on the run game. And they did, and uh, he was a big part of that. They've got a very talented offensive line, and they're going to be tough to contend with no matter who lines up against them every Saturday. And You know, and obviously um, Indiana, a, a surprise story in the Big Ten. Um, what about Northwestern taking down Wisconsin? Uh, I got to watch that game, Monty, and, and they did a terrific job. Uh, played really well, uh, contained Wisconsin, and very exciting for that football team being undefeated and leading the their their side of the Big Ten. I tell you, a game I watched that I thought was one of the better ones of the day was um, Coastal Carolina and Appalachian State, thirty-one twenty-three. Uh, Looked like Appalachian State was going to win, but um, um, they kind of dominated the first half. But um, Coastal Carolina still unblemished. They are, and it, I didn't get to see all of that game, uh, but I did see enough of it to know that uh, uh, it was a, a very competitive ball game. We went right down to the wire. Um, Liberty, uh, the only game you got right last week, by the way. <laughs> Thanks um, a lot. Beat uh, NC State fourteen to seven, and they've shown they can do it on both sides of the ball. You want to have a shootout? They'll do a shootout, and uh, obviously Hugh Freeze has done a good job. Uh, well, tremendous job. Um, signed a contract extension, but uh, uh, don't know if he'll be there next year or not. Uh, uh, you would think he might be careful what job he jumped at. Yeah, and it. They'll be very careful on uh, who comes after him. Yeah. There's, there's some baggage there. And with that baggage, uh, you know, you've got to defend why you're hiring him and also uh, handle that in recruiting. So, you know, the there's a lot of people talking about Hugh Freeze going a lot of places, but, you know, there's not many of those places talking about, hey, yeah, we're willing to accept those uh, – that negative part of what goes on with him. So, uh, you know, it would surprise me if he's not at liberty a year or two more uh, before people say, okay, you know, let's let's go take care – let's go do this. Well, my thought on that is if Liberty uh, University can forgive him, the rest of them cheating universities across the land, they can too. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that, but uh, – there's some big money supporters that play parts in the decision that may not be ready for that. Uh, I, I think they'll embrace him myself. But I do that. 
we we shall see. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. The coach join us today. Preston O'Neill brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. What's that number? 615-867-6622. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You're not afraid to be fired. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Boy, will it hurt my pocketbook if I am. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Really not too bad on the interstate as far as accidents or delays. We have seen radar, however, up and down I-24, in and out of Rutherford County into Coffee County towards Manchester, especially a little bit busy out here up and down section to Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Hey, Decatur, your next holiday party called Prince's Hot Chicken or simply go online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon on News Radio WGNS. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 893 1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Inside Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Just released by the MTSU Athletic Department, the football game scheduled between Middle Tennessee and FAU for Saturday 
has been canceled. Again, at 5.30, the Blue Raider Athletic Department has just released that the football game between the Blue Raiders and FAU for Saturday has been canceled due to COVID issues. So, uh, again, no word on any makeup date on that. We will uh, let you know uh, as soon as we find out anything. But, again, no football game on Saturday due to the COVID issues uh, that are around. There are more details coming on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, let's turn to basketball. Not a good day for the Blue Raiders today down in Estero, Florida. The offense continued to struggle with converting shot attempts in Game 2 of the 2020-21 season, falling 57-43 at the hands of East Tennessee State on Friday in the Gulf Coast Showcase. The Blue Raiders shot just 30% on 15 of 50 from the field in the contest, making only four of their 21 attempts from beyond the arc. Middle Tennessee was also out-rebounded once again by a tally of 37-33, and they committed 27 turnovers on the day that resulted in 25 points by the East Tennessee Buccaneers. Defensively, Middle Tennessee held East Tennessee to 34% shooting with an 18% clip from three-point range while logging double-digit steals for the second game in a row. And just as he did on Thursday, Donovan Sims started the scoring for the Blue Raiders with a three-ball to answer a pair of opening buckets by the Buccaneers. Middle Tennessee settled into the game with a little better on day two, particularly on the defensive end, battling up and down the court with their in-state foe as neither team held more than a four-point advantage in the first 20 minutes. But then again, the first eight minutes or so of the second half, the Blue Raiders came from behind, took a lead, and uh, then it was nip and tuck until the under-12 media timeout, and Middle came out and committed four consecutive turnovers. East Tennessee turned them into points, and the lead ballooned up to 11 almost immediately. So the uh, East Tennessee continued to pad the lead, got it into double digits, and that's where it stayed. 57-43 was the final as uh, the Blue Raiders just had a, a tough, tough day leading the way in scoring. DeAndre Dishman, the only double-figure scorer, he also had six rebounds. Jordan Davis, who had a big day yesterday, only three points today and seven rebounds in the contest. Middle shot only 30% from the field on 15 of 50 shooting. Yesterday, they were only 32.2% from the field on 19 of 59 from the field in a one-point loss to the uh, Omaha Mavericks. The Blue Raiders committed two fouls and had a terrible turnover at the end of the game that allowed Omaha to grab the victory 60-59. to Middle comes home 0-2 from the Gulf Coast Showcase. The uh, East Tennessee Buccaneers, after their win today, that was their first win in three games down at the Beach Bubble. The Blue Raiders are now scheduled to play two games at home next week, Wednesday night against Murray State, and then next Sunday against Chattanooga. All right, our lead story again, breaking news this afternoon. The Middle Tennessee uh, FAU football game for tomorrow has been canceled uh, due to COVID issues. Middle Tennessee FAU football canceled for tomorrow. That's all we have on this Friday, folks. Take care of yourself. Be nice to each other. And we'll have another update for you coming on Monday. All right, Chip. We appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. And remind everyone, the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Ray Moore Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk, joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. All right, Preston, uh, let's look at some high school football. Battle of the Borough, Oakland again. Riverdale showed up, played the best they could. Oakland's talent, obviously, uh, was the better of the two and continues to be the dominant force in Rutherford County. And they get a chance to play Maryville this week. That's right. Um, seven straight years, Oakland um, has been in the semifinals. Six in a row under Coach Creasy. He's two and three against Maryville um, in the postseason. And um, the home teams won this matchup uh, every time. So we shall see. Two really good teams. Uh, Maryville, outstanding defensive team, although might have showed a couple chinks last week, uh, 35-28 over Dobbins-Bennett. Um, so, um, all in all, I think it's a state title game. I believe that the person that wins this weekend will be favored the following weekend to the uh, both tradition-rich and successful high school programs in the state going at it again. Is that game in Maryville? No, it's here. Okay. Um, Brentwood at Bartlett. Bartlett, the team I mentioned earlier in the year, is somebody to watch out for uh, just because I saw where they'd beaten MUS, and I knew that was a quality win against um, a good team. So, um, no, Christian Brothers is who they'd beaten. So, um Anyway, um, and Coach Crawford, Ron Crawford, went to school with him. Um, mother passes away. Um, their quarterback throws seven touchdown passes. And um, I'll tell you what, though, if there's a coach that can game plan, uh, it's Ron Crawford, and I know he would like another shot at Oakland or, or Maribel, but certainly Oakland because Oakland took him to the woodshed. Yeah, I'm sure he would like another shot at him. He's got a pretty big task uh, in front of him this weekend. Uh, Crawford family obviously went through a uh, traumatic experience losing uh, Mrs. Crawford this past week. Uh, She was a fine lady, and her husband Tom is a great guy, and Ron comes from good stock. Yeah, Tom, a longtime coach at um, Laverne, and, of course, Ron and his um, second stint at Brentwood. So those are your matchups there. In 5A, it's um, South Dole and Oak Ridge. It's Summit and Henry County. 
4A is Elizabethan at Nolansville. Boy, that's a haul for Elizabethan. Uh, yeah. Lexington at Haywood. Uh, 3A, Alcoa at Red Bank. Pearl Cone at Milan. 2A, Meigs County at Trousdale County. Waverly at Peabody. And 1A, it's Coalfield at South Pittsburgh and Fayetteville at Lake County. Uh, Division two, it's um, University School at Jackson versus uh, Davidson Academy. Uh, Lipscomb Academy versus CPA. And Macaulay and AAA versus MUS. So um, we've made it this far. Um, you go back to the Oakland Marable, um, you know, last year Marable shut them out. And um, both these teams, you look at them on paper, um, I think Marable averages 35, 36 points a game, gives up right around seven. Oakland averages almost 38 points, gives up about seven. So, uh, both really hang their hat on defense. So again, um, the the one word turnover. Yeah, let's go back to turnover again. Again, you know these two teams are very familiar with one another. It's not like the, this is their first meeting in a while in the uh, in the semifinal. They've done this time and time again. As you said, uh, you know three and two. Uh, and the home team is one. So, you know, we're looking at a, another terrific opportunity to see two great programs play uh, with a lot on the line for tonight. Um, you know, talking with Coach Creasy, he's like, you know, we've we've lost this game before. Well, first of all, he said, if you practice on Thanksgiving, you've had a great season. Um. If you and then we, he goes, we've lost this game before, and um, we mope around like it's the end of the world uh, when you when we've won thirteen games. Uh, and he goes, but that's where our expectations are right now. We want to take that next step. So uh, we'll find out tonight if the Patriots uh, can indeed um, take that next step. Well, they put themselves in a position to do that, uh, Monty. You know, it's the winner go home. Uh, one more step, and you're playing in the state championship game. And they think that's the place they belong every year. Uh, and he is right. You know, when when you said when you play when you practice on Thanksgiving Day, you've had a great season, and that brought back a lot of memories of how many Thanksgivings that uh, uh, I've been a part of that practiced uh, in the morning when they had lunch got ready to play the next day or on Saturday so it is a tribute uh, to your success to have the honor to practice on Thanksgiving Day you know back in the day MTSU and Tennessee Tech used to play on Thanksgiving well then they changed the playoff uh picture in the first round of the playoffs was uh, Thanksgiving weekend. That's what my memories 
spring back, but you know the uh, <coughs> they changed the one double A playoff format. It was historically uh, a matchup between Tech and Middle, and still a great rivalry. They just don't play anymore. I remember um, one year Appalachia State came in here, huh. and um, <laughs> they're. Um, their nickname is the Mountaineers. Well, they, in terms of stature, they look like the West Virginia Mountaineers when they rolled in here. And uh, I was like, there ain't no way Middle's going to beat this bunch. Middle did beat them. I think Joe Lyle kicked the game-winning field goal. But uh, uh, a lot of good memories in that first round at home. Yeah, a lot of good memories. Uh, we We – did win that game against Appalachian, and and looking at their faces after the game, they were all in shock. They couldn't believe they were going home. Uh, big playing the ball game was Phil Ironside to Kendall Donaldson down the sideline. I think that put us in the position to kick the game-winning field goal. And uh, the following week, sitting in a press box pregame, there's eight starters in dress clothes <laughs> from injuries from that ball game as we played Georgia Southern. Uh, so we won the game, but we sure got a lot of people hurt. Yep, sure did. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill, brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. Uh, we'll take our final break, and we'll be right back. WGNS. Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Good afternoon. Really not too bad on the interstate as far as accidents or delays. We have seen radar, however, up and down I-24, in and out of Rutherford County into Coffee County towards Manchester, especially a little bit busy out here up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Hey, to cater your next holiday party called Prince's Hot Chicken or simply go online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. If you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main Memorial and South Church. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Brought to you by Jerry Potts Auto Care. What's that number one more time, Preston? 615-867-6622. All right, this portion of the show also brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. All right, Preston, we'll get into our picks. I took Bartlett. You took Collierville. I took San Antonio. You took Southern Miss. Two wins. You took the Vols. I took Auburn. You took South Carolina. I took Mizzou. So that put me up to 14 games ahead of you. But you did get uh, Liberty over NC State. So I told you I was going to keep the first stringers in a little longer this week. So, <laughs> All right. You ready to try it again? Let's rock and roll, baby. All right. Maryville to Oakland. I'm taking Oakland. They're at home. I'm picking them till they get beat. I'm taking the Patriots. Brentwood at Bartlett. I love Ron. I'm taking Brentwood. I'm going to take Brentwood. A rematch. All right. Let's get to some colleges here. Mm. UTEP at Rice. You pick. <laughs> I'm going to take Rice. Is UTEP that bad? <laughs> yes. Taking Rice, too. North Texas at San Antonio. Uh, I'm going to take San, uh, North Texas. I'm going to take San Antonio. The Roadrunners are going to get me again. La Tech at FIU is canceled. All right. Moving on. Vanderbilt at Missouri. I'm taking Missouri. I'm going with Mizzou. Kentucky at Florida. I'm going with Florida. Florida. Uh, Mississippi State at Ole Miss. Oh, we got the Egg Bowl. Let me take Ole Miss. Taking Ole Miss. LSU at A&M. I'm taking A&M. Aggies. Georgia at South Carolina. Bulldogs. Auburn at Alabama. Favored by 21. Roll Tide. I concur. All right. Minnesota at Wisconsin. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Nebraska at Iowa. I'm taking Iowa. Iowa. Nebraska sucks. They're not too good. Northwestern at Michigan State. Northwestern. Ohio State at Illinois. I'll take Ohio State. Ohio State. Penn State at Michigan. Somebody must win. I'm taking Penn State. 
and they're both so bad. All right, I'm going to put the second string in and pick Michigan. That a boy. Oklahoma and West Virginia, I'll take the Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Iowa State at Texas. Uh, Monty, I hate to do this, but I'm going to pick the Longhorns. I am too. Notre Dame at North Carolina. I'll take the Irish. Taking the Irish. FAU at middle. You know, I hate to do this too on senior day, but I'm going to have to take FAU. I am too. I just think they've got, you know, they've played well when they've had the opportunity to get out there, so I'm going to go with them as well. I hope I'm wrong again this week. Do what? I said I hope I'm wrong again this week. Uh, Me as well. All right, Preston, enjoyed it as always. Uh, Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, big boy. You've been listening to All Sports Talk. That'll do it for today. That'll do it for the week. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next time. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Consumer Reports' latest ratings of the best cars reads like an issue from the 80s. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET's Roadshow. The big realization is that Japanese cars are really good. Mazda, Toyota, and Lexus came in 1-2-3, with Honda at a strong 5 and Subaru at a very good 8th. That's 5 out of the top 10, something low-ranked Mercedes, Ford, and Tesla can only dream of. Mazda's path to number 1 in consumer satisfaction is telling. Consumer Reports attributes it to the company taking fewer chances on cutting-edge new engines and less aggressive high-tech in the cabin. And the second-to-last finish by Tesla is a bit surprising, since electric cars have technically simpler powertrains, but they often bring with them a lot of other potentially fussy tech. Ratings like these are very influential, and a reminder to car makers that you can only innovate as fast as buyers can understand and value it without a stretch. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. Celebrating Thanksgiving. Hello there and welcome to Tennessee Home and Farm Radio. I'm Amy Beckham. My wife learned how to to cook a turkey, so eventually we we started eating turkey and dressing and and all the good stuff. I still don't like the sweet potatoes, but uh, I'm I'm working on that. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. In a year that has been quite less than normal, it feels good to celebrate what we're thankful for, doesn't it? Carl Forsbach, originally from Germany and now a farmer in Harding County, adapted to this holiday when he and his family moved to the state several years ago and says they're going to have to do some adapting this year as well. Well, this year is going to be different, but in the past, you know, we have children that were born in this country, so things 
Thanksgiving originally when we moved here was maybe not such a big holiday, but now we have children and grandchildren, so it, we have adapted to that as well. So. And along those lines of a traditional Thanksgiving meal, Wayne Duggar of Davidson County says they do a mostly traditional meal, but add a unique dish as well. Of course, we do the turkey and dressing and all that. My, my wife makes the best cornbread dressing I've ever eaten. So she gets starts doing that about three weeks before Thanksgiving, so she's got all that ready to go. But uh, my granddaddy wouldn't eat turkey. He wouldn't eat the pork. He wanted sauerkraut and weenies. That was his Thanksgiving deal. So we always do a plate of sauerkraut and weenies in remembrance of my granddaddy. And Aaron Loy of Jefferson County is excited about the holiday and takes pride in his family's ability to eat a meal of food they've grown right there on the farm. I would describe it as traditional, probably I guess in a less traditional sense across the country. We're, uh, we're able to enjoy things that we produced ourselves though, so that makes it a little bit more special. Thankful to still be involved in agriculture and uh, hopefully get to continue to be. That's something that I'm especially mindful of. Hopefully I'm uh, pretty early in my career and got a lot of road ahead of me. Well, today and every day, and especially this year, we're thankful for our farmers. Have a great Thanksgiving and join us next time for Tennessee Home and Farm Radio. I'm Amy Beckham. All that's news, your afternoon local news, traffic and weather update with Matt Lane. Weekday afternoons, 440 until all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. If you thought that workers in technology had the most job security and that automation was a risk solely to workers in retail and manufacturing, think again. These days, it's workers in the technology sector that are, ironically, worried the most about being replaced by automation. Nearly 67% of workers at U.S. tech companies are concerned about losing their jobs due to artificial intelligence, machine learning, and robotic software. That's according to a new study by KPMG. That compares with just 44% of workers outside of the tech sector. That may be because tech workers have a clearer understanding of the big changes that are coming. And tech workers suddenly have other big concerns. 70% of them say they're worried about their jobs being cut as a result of the pandemic. And there's good reason for that fear. U.S. technology firms quietly cut 112,000 jobs last month. That's a record. These are unsettling times in our country and our labor market, and even tech industry workers are concerned about their future. For your next job, I'm Stephen Greenberg. The voice of Rutherford County, the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Time on the courthouse clock is 6 o'clock. Overnight, Good Neighbor Talk turns to UFOs, aliens, the unknown. It's coast-to-coast AM overnight, every night on WGNS, Murfreesboro. Last FM Trends. While most people know Kesha because of her music, she's about to tap into a whole new audience because she just launched a new podcast. Now you'd think with her bio and experience she would be talking about music, but no, it's actually about the supernatural and the occult. The name of the show is Kesha and the Creepies, and it will delve into the topics of the occult, urban legends, psychedelic art, astrology, and more. Quote, I have had so many experiences in this incarnation that I just can't ignore or explain, and I've always been fascinated by supernatural subjects, the unexplainable, and people exploring alternative thought and lifestyles. The creepy and unexplainable is what keeps life magic, so let's talk about it, she said in a statement. The inaugural episode recently went live, and her first guest is none other than Alice Cooper. She says that future guests include Chippy Red and comedian Whitney Cummings. For Last FM Trends, I'm Peter Ogburn.
Every play. Wow! And he spins off a tackle. Every hit. Boom! <laughs> and Trey Hunter tattoos. McCandless down at the 28. Every touchdown. And he tight ropes and goes backwards into the end zone. Wow! Touchdown, Destin Wade. The playoffs are on TriStar Sports Radio. Quarterfinals and TriStar Sports Radio has you covered. Join me, JP Plant, tonight for TriStar Friday Night Live as I whip around from game to game, including scoring updates as they happen. Pre-game coverage begins at 6, and we're with you until the lights turn off with scores from all across Tennessee, including filling in those brackets until 11 o'clock tonight. It's only on TriStar Friday Night Live, available right here at TriStarSportsRadio.com. TriStar Friday Night Live, covering high school football as it happens and reaction after the lights turn off. Playoffs are on TriStar Sports Radio. 